Welcome back to the Islandish Catholic. Uh, I think last week we got a lot of great reviews, a lot of great feedback from people who did listen. Thank you so much. I'm, I hope you're back. Hope you're back for another round, uh, another round of me kind of going in and learning more about my own faith and hopefully sharing some stories that uh, you got you find relevant. I think that was a, a big takeaway that I got from last week was people were excited to have. I don't know if it's just because you know I'm the wrestling guy or whatever it is, but you know someone who. Uh, is open about it. It could talk about their faith. They could talk about struggles. And, you know, it, it happens frequently in my own life here. Um, you know, people, I hear stories of depression or I hear stories of, you know, DUIs or I hear stories of people coping with, with other drugs and other mechanisms and dealing with anxiety. And, you know, I, I always, you know, I always want to lead with how, how, with sympathy, obviously. Like, okay, well, you know, I, I understand that. That that's you know that <laughs> that's tr- that's tough like that's tricky that's obviously that's obviously a difficult situation to be in and I've been in it and it's hard to it's it, it's hard to explain to people especially from my point of view like how much faith worked for me and how letting go of the anxiety of kind of this materialistic world that we're in worrying about you know Twitter and worrying about. Status and what other people think about you. Like once you let go of all of that, it really does help you in a tremendous way. And even just even yesterday. So for I shouldn't say yesterday. I don't want to date this, but uh, you know I was at church this previous weekend. That's how we'll do it. And there's always a call to arms at uh, at, at Northgate, one of the church that I attend. And there's always kind of a call to arms for for prayer. And you know let's let's kind of if you need prayer, put your hands up. And uh, I always see people with their hands up and I'm never sure like how to be that, that person that can put lay hands on, on somebody else, on a stranger, honestly, lay hands on a stranger and pray for them or try and just pray aloud and try and just inject whatever positive vibes or positive energies that I have and try and put that into a person who, who needs prayer, who's going through something difficult. How do I, how do I become that prayer warrior as they're kind of called in church? Like how am I the leader in prayer? And I'm really, you know, this is kind of a, a journey that we're all going on together. And, and me in particular, I understand that I'm not the, the, you know, the, the biblical expert. I'm not the faith expert. I am, you know, like a lot of people, I think just really on my journey, on my own faith journey, going at my own pace and really trying to do something that I should have been doing for a long time. And that's using whatever platform or using whatever talent that I might, that I may or may not have. And, and just applying it to something like this, just applying it to, to faith that maybe this can help some people. Maybe this can reach some people. And I know that by some of the feedback that I got, uh, that it definitely seems to have, have affected at least three. I'll throw the number out there. I've got a lot of good feedback and, you know, it's, I, I guess the, the thing that people will struggle with forever is, you know, why do you believe in it or how do you believe in it? And, uh, maybe a lot of it isn't just like believing, like, you know, some people for, for a lot of people seeing is believing where they just, well, I can't touch it. So it's not real, you know? And, and, and for, for that mindset and for that thought, yeah, that, that leaves you kind of lost. And when you start to realize and, and. I think Kevin has even said this, Kevin Scampoli of the whole effort show. Like it's so obvious that there's that there is a creator to all of this. And uh, 
once you kind of stop living in the my struggles and you're and you're living in your own little your depressed bubble and once you're able to expand your mind and really look at everything for what it is and you look at just the entire world and you look at all the beauty and you look at all the pain everything that's in it had to have been created by something greater than us and once you realize that there is a higher power out there and once you realize that there is something that kind of can bring us all together really that's the other interesting thing is you know like uh, strangers will walk into a church and be uncomfortable and it's like oh this is too weird it's like well if all of these people are are believing in it and having you know there's there's this energy about like even so i was at you know i was at church this past weekend and there's people like fainting and crying and convulsing and it's just this insane how are they having these insane reactions and i think the old me would have been a little turned off by it like Ugh, this is way over the top. I don't like it. So how come, what changed in me where I just decided, well, hold on. Why why should I turn away from that? Why shouldn't I be more curious and actually jump into that? Like, why, how is this happening for somebody else and not for me? How is this happening to multiple people and not for everyone? So that's, I, I, I've approached religion with a lot more curiosity now. And I know that I'm that I'm rooted in my faith. And I think when I tell people who don't believe, like, how do you believe? Or they ask me, why am I religious? It's number one, it's helped me through so much depression because I realize that I'm part of something much greater than just, oh, I, you know, I'm I, like just breaking it down to the most simple. Like, oh, I live in, I'm an American. I, I'm, I live in Texas. Like once you get rid of all of, I'm a human being. Like once you get rid of all of that thought of you're just an insignificant pod on this plane with no actual purpose. Once you get rid of those thoughts and you realize you are important and you do have value and you are loved, it does create this feel, this sensation that can't be replicated, can't be duplicated. And if it is, it's all temporary highs. It's all, you're chasing something very, very temporary. You know, it's not to call people out specifically, but you know, like doing, doing a drug or, uh, chasing sexual desires, like all of that stuff is temporary. None of that fulfills you long term, like a journey with Christ has done for me. And look, I know it, that sounds that might sound corny to some of you, and I I, I kind of hope it does. But um, we do need to expand, you know, just expand your mind, go into it open minded. And if you ever do have those feelings of darkness and depression, uh, you know, that's there is a just going to a church can change you so so much, and just going into a church with an open mind and a willingness to get weird, a willingness to do something a little different. Because if you're dealing with depression and you're dealing with, with pain and you're, you're not sure where to go, maybe what you're doing hasn't been working and maybe it is time to embrace the weird a little bit. And that's why last week I just kind of titled embrace the weird. And this week I really want to focus on becoming a prayer warrior because while I am in church and I do see these people, um, going through these you know convulsions or having these insane emotions now i never witnessed that at catholic church i never really witnessed people having these out of body out of mind experiences at a church so uh pentecostals definitely has opened my mind a, a, a new side of the christian religion catholicism always was a little more prim uh not prim I was, uh, that sounds offensive prim and proper but it definitely is more proper it just feels a lot more serious now you can have your moments there. Like I, I always know for me, after uh, receiving the Eucharist or eating the uh, eating the you know the, the body and blood of Christ when you go through the the ritual and afterwards you go pray. You know you kneel down and you pray in the in the pews there. 
And it's the only time really in church where you're kind of, you have your, this moment to yourself. And I always remembered uh, younger days, even to, even to this day, that's where I feel most connected. I think with, with the Holy spirit and, and with God and with my faith is after receiving the, 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 the blood and body, and you're just having this moment. You're in public, but you kneel down, and, you know, in the house of, in the house of worship. You there's there's Jesus on the cross in front of you, and the decorations are all you know, all stories from the Bible. You know, Mother Mary up there, and I think even uh, uh, Angel Michael is at this St. Francis Church here in Grapevine that I've been going to. And when you're in that moment, and you just close your eyes, bow your head, and I talk quietly to myself. People probably can hear me. Uh, maybe that's the Pentecostal coming out of me a little bit, but I like to pray out loud. Um, even if it's just like quietly, you know, like, thank you, Jesus, for everything you've given me. Or just kind of under my breath enough to where people probably can or can't hear. They know that I'm talking, uh, but I try not to make it like a Pentecostal church where you can just yell out loud your prayer and everyone else is yelling their prayer. So it's not like anyone really hears what you're praying. And but I, I've, I've said this before, like while whilst praying, I, I, I would feel it and I I can't describe it to people, but you can feel it. And there's a presence about being in that moment of praying, uh, praying out loud after receiving the, uh, the body and the blood. And you're just having this moment of I'm on my knees. I'm being humbled. I'm at the feet of God. Uh, and, I, you know, and. A lot of people think prayer is supposed to be you asking for things, and 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 that's true. You know, if you do have any anything to bring to God, He wants to hear it. He wants you to speak from the heart. And for me, a lot of times, it's just being grateful. It's being thankful for everything that I do have. And when you approach life with that mindset, it definitely changes you as well. With uh, wisdom app podcast, whatever that thing is that always emails me. This is yeah, this is the self help portion of the seminar here, but. You know, when I, when you just approach life with gratitude and be thankful and stop worrying about what you don't have and just be thankful for what you do have, it definitely changes things tremendously from your mindset. Uh, when you're sitting around complaining about things that you don't have, you're just breeding more negativity in your own life. And look, I've done it. I've done it. I've, I've you know, you, uh, I, I, I do it now. You know, I have, I have another child on the way and I will pray for it for a healthy and, and, and blessed child but I also thank God that my wife is pregnant there's a lot of people out there that struggle with getting pregnant so you have to you have to weigh all of your wants and ask it and needs and really can and, and also just remember to, to be thankful for some things that you've been blessed with and been given so that also helps me out tremendously but um, mainly what I wanted to do for this you know I, I had my Bible I was reading my Bible trying to dig more into it. I don't want to, I'm already looking at the, the passage that I, that I chose. There's names in here that I will not be able to pronounce, but, uh, Philippians chapter four. So Philippians was, uh, was written by Paul. It was a thank you note, uh, to, to the people of, uh, Philippi, not the Philippines, everybody, uh, the people, and I'm probably saying all of these wrong. Again, I've never been to a Bible college where they tell you how to pronounce, you know, oh, well, and the way you're supposed to pronounce this is this like like even in this story here so i'm in the new king james version i found my paper bible i've been reading that more and more 
be united, joyful, and in prayer. So that's kind of what uh, I'm on the app right now, and that's kind of what they titled it as. So got the paper here. I also got the same translation here on the app, which is fantastic. Uh, I implore Euodia and I implore Syntyche to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Uh, and then uh, verse four here, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Now here's kind of what my, so this was kind of the big, the big verse that really wanted me to focus on this, on this, uh, this book today, but be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ Jesus. So, uh, and, and I'll continue on in just a second, but just reading that, you know, be anxious for nothing. I think this goes hand in hand with, with people's anxieties and people's issues. You know, it's, Everybody's looking for their diagnosis, as I said last week. Everybody wants to have, everyone wants to be bipolar so they can take their, their medication. Everybody wants to know what's wrong with them so they can lean on that diagnosis almost as an excuse or, oh, well, here's what's wrong with me. And there's the only thing that can fix it is, is medicine or nothing can fix it. I'm just broken. And just reading that, you know, Philippians 4. Uh, verse six, you know, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And, uh, and again, this goes in with what I said about being thankful, you know, remembering like, you know, I was diagnosed bipolar, but I've also been given, uh, like, look at all the things that I have. I, I'm able to communicate. I'm able to talk. I was able to go to therapy, which even if I don't think it really worked for me. I was able to see a psychiatrist, which I don't think worked for me, but all of those steps led me to where I'm at now. It led me to getting deeper into faith. So everything did happen for that reason. So I'm very thankful that I had those episodes. I'm very thankful that I went through some sort of struggle to come out a better person on the other side. Uh, and I think that's really important that we embrace struggle, that we embrace what makes us tougher and what makes us better. If we live shattered and we live sheltered and we don't realize the things that we have to be thankful for, uh, it, it, it can really create a burden. It could be really, really annoying and really, frust and really frustrating on people. So um, I think it's important to, to always approach things with, with gratitude and with thankfulness because it definitely shifts your entire mindset from where you're at now. You know, if you have, you know, if you're able to walk, remember that and be thankful for that. There's other people that can't do that. If you're able to speak, there's other people that can't do that. We always have something to be thankful for, even when we feel as though we have nothing. Uh, to carry on with Philippians 4, this is verse 8. Finally, brethren, uh, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are good rapport, uh, I think it's rapport, <laughs> if there is any virtue and there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things the things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me these do and god of peace will be with you and meditation is something that kind of gets uh linked to like buddhism or to 
whatever monks do, uh, whatever in Thailand in the hangover part two, whatever that was, I think people link meditation with other religions, not necessarily Christianity and meditation's important, you know, really taking something that is you know, in, in prayer and meditation in a lot of aspects could go hand in hand, shut out the outside world, focus on like it says right here, whatever things are true. Focus on your reality and focus on what you're trying to pray about. Focus on what, put your mind on one thing. Shut out the outside world. Don't think about the latest trends. Don't think about the latest hashtags and headlines. Take a minute and really focus on the most important thing in your life right now. Now try and try and just think on that and let God know how important that thing is to you. If it's your health, focus on your health. If it's your relationships, focus on the relationships. Whatever it is, I mean, you you need to bring it to the table. You need to, just sitting in your own thoughts and really meditating on it, being able to put it in front of God. Well, it, it's even if, hey, and look, I understand. Oh, well, prayer, I don't have that immediate satisfaction. Some things aren't about immediate gratification. That's what most of the lustful things are. That's what most of the sinful things are. It's immediate. Oh, it's been solved immediately. This is great. You know, I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm upset. I'm going to get drunk. That'll make me feel better. Okay. Well, that didn't last very long, did it? You know, there's, there's, a, this is the long game. And I think when you read through, especially where I've been and, and look for, for anybody who's just getting into the Bible, starting at page one is a real labor. It's a real task. And you know, the story of creation of Adam and Eve and we, we, a lot of us have known those stories for a long time. And what I've been doing is really, you can search for a word, just say, hey, let's look up the power of prayer and it'll, it'll show you different verses. And then you should read the full chapter, try and go to the beginning of the, of the book to not the Bible, but you know, let's, let's go to the beginning of Philippians and start there, read through and see how we get to where we get, find some of your favorite verses, highlight them up. And it really does. And I used to be like afraid to read the Bible so long. Oh my gosh. Like I'm on page 1,349 and this is, uh, well, this will be verse that's chapter two for that, but still that's a lot of pages. So if you're trying to tackle it one page at a time, I'm sure it's, I'm sure it's difficult, but if you really search for themes and motifs and lessons and you just look at it that way, you're going to be able to find stories that are relevant to you today. And that's what that's what amazes me so much is how relevant a lot of this stuff is right now. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be no, made known to God. I mean, that's been the same since I was a kid. That was the same for my dad, for his dad, his dad before him. Every generation of Van Vliet's that that text has been the same. It's not like it's changed. I mean, you can you can talk about translations, and I'm sure that some of the words might be different, but the lesson's the same. Uh, be anxious for nothing. Like, why let the material world upset you this much? Why let things ruin your life that much? But you know, and and, and again, like I said last week, we're still finding our groove here on the Islandish Catholic. But I just I thought that was a really important story because I am trying to become a bit of a prayer warrior. I want to be at church. I want to be helping people get through some of their problems and getting through some of these, some of these, you know, uh, what's the, the secular, whatever that word is, the, this world here, this, uh, you know, secular world where yes, we're, we're flesh and blood and we do have a life and 
you know, you don't see God every day for a lot of people. You just, you know, you're living your life. You don't have time to worry about religion. You're worried about paying the bills. You're worried about uh, fitting in with your friends. You're worried about other things. And you kind of lose sight of what's really important. You know, you lose sight of the long-term plan. You lose sight of keeping faith and you lose sight of all that stuff because it doesn't need to be in your face every day. You know, there's bill collectors. You got a job. There's all kinds of distractions from from the ultimate goal. And, you know, and I read this I read this book and, you know, I don't even know what the ultimate goal is. because Some people will just say, oh, getting to heaven is the ultimate goal. Maybe spreading the word is the ultimate goal. Maybe sharing your experiences and sharing what you've been through and how religion has helped you is the ultimate goal. Maybe keeping this to yourself isn't the ultimate goal. And, you know, we talked about that in church on uh, this previous week, sharing your testimony. And it it really, I don't know if pastor like listens to this and kind (laughs) of, he listened to episode one and was like, okay, I know what to, to preach about, but he just hit me with it. It was just hitting me like, and Every once in a while, you'll go to you'll go to church, whether it's mass or whether it is, you know, just a, a non-denominational church, Pentecostal church. Sometimes you'll just go and the message is almost tailored for you. And yeah, a lot of times, probably coincidence. But even if it is, uh, th- we talked about sharing your testimony and how, you know, we talked about uh, baptism and bringing new people to Christ. And that was after episode one of the islandish catholic where i don't know what the goal of this thing is i don't know what the plan is but if i could bring more people to at least open their minds a little bit more and realize that you're not alone out there there's a bigger world out there there's there's something more powerful than you'll than than we'll ever fully understand at work here and there's no reason to be afraid and you have somebody to lean on if you ever needed anything and uh you know and, and and i'd like to always tell people you're never too far away i always I like to, to ram that home that you're never too far away. You know, it's even if you feel like you're a lost cause, there's no room. Uh, the religion has no room for you. That's just completely not true. You don't need to don't tell yourself that ever. And you are loved and you are important, but I just wanted to share that I'm working myself on becoming a prayer warrior, working on praying for others. So I'm sure next week we'll dive more and more into what I need to do myself to becoming a prayer warrior. When I go to church on Sunday, maybe I will be able to lay hands on a stranger and start praying and seeing if that can make a difference in their life or, you know, I just, just embracing that weird. That's our goal is to embrace the weird, get out of our comfort zones and try and make a, a, a difference in the world. So thank you so much for downloading the Atlantis Catholic. I know that uh, I don't know what what time frames I'm going to. I, I know there's going to be episodes where we bring on a guest. So those will obviously be longer, but at least you were able to get something maybe on your drive to work today or maybe after you got home and you had a couple minutes to listen to this. Wherever you listen, just you know, tweet at me at Pleadies. I need to get more active on there and at least publish. Hey, make this known that it's out there. But uh, thank you so much for downloading and listening. Uh, if you're listening to this, we'll just do this. On Tuesdays, I'm live on Trova.live with my friend Geezy. We talk about trending hashtags and headlines, you know, trending news stories, current events, topics, whatever it is. Uh, talk with him at about 9 p.m. Central Standard. And then at about 10 p.m. Central Standard, uh, Sonic Gino comes on to talk about niche wrestling of me on Vleeties. So this is the Vleeties podcast feed. I'm putting all of my works on here now. I think it's a good place for it. It's ad-free. We're with Podbean now, so that's a, that's a lot of good news there. So things are going really well for me, and a lot of it is attributed to God. So um, I guess just to wrap it up in prayer, you know, it's I, I, I bow your heads with me. I've never done this. Let me say this. 
at uh, there's been several circumstances. Like I'll say grace when there's a group of people, but if there's a group of like at men's ministry or small group, I never lead prayer. I've always been nervous and I've always been shy to kind of try and pray in front of people like that. I you heard I pray quietly to myself, you know, after I receive communion. So here goes nothing. Father, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for giving me the ability to share my testimony with with whoever is listening. And if you are listening, uh, I pray that you find some of the comfort and some of the some of the success that I found with 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 my journey and with my faith and the things that Christ has done for me. I hope that I can share those with you in a positive light. Uh, God, we just continue to pray for for open mindedness from individuals. I know this is on a podcast feed with wrestling and with current events and uh, you know, it's, I don't know who this is. I I know it's helping some people, but you know, we just pray that it reaches more and more people that, that can use this information or use this experience, use this testimony. So, uh, please watch out, uh, please watch over us. And it's in your name that we pray. Amen. So there it is. That was my first prayer out loud. You guys heard it. Um, thanks again so much for downloading and we'll see you guys next week on the Islandish Catholic. <laughs>